0: Hello, and welcome to the Interval Weight Loss Podcast. In today's episode, Dr. Nick Fuller explains what to do if you fall off the wagon. This podcast was taken from a Facebook Live video, so if you haven't already, consider becoming a member of the Facebook community group and join the conversation. Now, please enjoy the IWL What to Do If You Fall Off the Wagon podcast. Today's session it's focused on getting you back on track if you've fallen off the bandwagon and it's also focused on keeping you on track so that you never fall off. As always please send through any questions as you progress uh, and I will either either answer them during the session uh, or towards the end. So I want to kick off by addressing three main things. Uh, one is the all or nothing approach. Two is the reasons for you signing up to the Interval Weight Loss IWL program. And three is being accountable to yourself. So the first thing is the all or nothing approach. Now, the analogy here I want to use is that of a marathon runner. As we all know, this is an endurance event. You know, a runner carefully plans their run according to their capability. They don't take off out of the gates at full steam, only to burn out halfway during the the race. So they focus on one thing at a time. Initially, it might be getting into that rhythm that they know they can sustain. Um, Then it might be carefully monitoring the conditions and and their hydration. Uh, And then lastly, it might be assessing their cadence to know how much is in the tank to win the race um, or beat their PB. They are there at the finish. That is the most important thing. Um, And this is where you want to be with IW Well, You want to be there at the finish so that you do achieve both your health and your weight loss goals. Anyone can come racing out of the gates, um, only to burn out halfway through. And when we put this into context of our lifestyle, we can all abstain from certain foods or food groups You know, follow these strict militant exercise regimens for a set period of time. You know, any, basically research shows that we can do this for anywhere between four and 12 weeks. You know, hence why all of the big diet programs that you see, the online weight loss programs, are those four, eight, 12 week programs. Um, Because it's a period of time when you can go without, um, cut things out, or you can stick to these strict uh, routines. So guess what happens after that? You know, we come racing out of the gates, but we burn out and we give up. Uh, We give in to our cravings. We throw in the towel when it comes to the exercise workouts and it all ties back to what IWL is about and that is evolution. We evolved to go long periods of time without food But when they are available, we would gorge, okay? So you can't actually beat this evolutionary desire to seek out these foods and you must work with your body, not against it. So in summary for this point, I want you to stop for those that are or those that did initially, um, there are some of you and there always is in the IWL community, I want you to stop applying the all or nothing approach. You have to pick just one habit, okay? One IWL principle, if it seems too too overwhelming to apply uh, all six. And you f- must focus on it. simply applying just this. After one to two months, um, you pick another principle and you incorporate this into your IWL routine as well. Everyone knows that tortoise and hare parable. Uh, slow and steady definitely wins the race. So think of yourself as that marathon runner. Okay. I don't want you coming, sprinting out of the gates. Anyone and everyone can do that. We've been, uh, we evolved to, to go, remember, long periods of time without food and that was um, required in order to survive. When those foods were then available, we would gorge. Okay, so trust me, you will be thanking me at six or twelve months time when the habits start to form. Uh, and your weight is going down. So it's important to uh, stop applying this all or nothing approach. That's the point one that you need to take from this session and seminar today. The second part uh, focuses on, or the second thing I want to address is the reasons for you signing up to the program. And I, I do talk about this in depth, in my latest book, which applies to both men men and women, despite the title being uh, Interval Weight Loss for Women. So I would encourage you if you haven't already to go to your local library, or in this instance, probably organizing for it to be delivered, Um, or as the sort of lockdown restrictions change, go to your local library and borrow it and read it. There is a lot to learn from it. Uh, And it it does address uh, a lot of this content I'm gonna talk about in this second thing. Now, unfortunately, the majority of us are fixated on weight, okay? It's the reason we sign up. We want that instant gratification. We want the number on the scales to go down immediately. And when we don't get that result, we give up. Um, Unfortunately, we move back to the dieting world. Or we perhaps we even question the integrity of the program because of that simple fact that the weight didn't go down. The number on the scales is still the same. Okay, so for those that um, have put their body through years of stress, through food restrictions, uh, and or dieting, this is even more relevant. Your body will do all it can to hold on to its fat stores. Okay, you're very unlikely to lose weight from the get go. Um, if you've been avoiding certain foods, for example, whole, uh, whole grain carbohydrates, which are those healthy foods, which you should be including with every meal on the IWL plan, um, you're also going to see an increase in the number on the scales due to the increase in body water content. So there's many people that have been following some sort of low-carb approach for decades. Um, and when you then introduce these healthy foods into your plan, um, you'll start to feel better. But unfortunately, the number on the scales might go up because of body water content. So you have to ignore that. Um, and it's not actually a change in fat mass. The same applies for those small fluctuations you're getting week to week. If it goes down one week, back up the next, down one week, back up the next, it probably just means you're in a weight steady, um weight maintenance stage. Okay, so what you're monitoring is a trend of, importantly, the best goals are oriented. Everyone needs to set one of these goals, these sort of hiring goals that you write down and you look at every single day. Um, For example, it might be uh, to be healthy so you can see your kids grow old. Okay, you want to feel fit and strong so you can go to the, the playground and pick them up and run around with them. Um, you might, might want to feel energetic so you actually feel like getting out the door and um, and, and going to work and performing well in the workplace there's many different reasons or health goals um, or goals you should be setting that are outside of weight it must not be weight that fixation on weight and what the number on the scales is doing will not see you succeed okay as blunt as that might sound you need to set a higher end goal that is focused on what you want from this program, other than just seeing the weight on the number or the number on the scales changing. Of course, um, many of us want that too. Most of the population is struggling with their weight, but that will come if you take that fixation away from weight loss. Okay, so the instant gratification that you're looking for with you know, that number on the scales is not going to come with IWL. This isn't that quick fix that sees you, you know, quickly drop the number on the scales um, that sees you only sicker in the long term, both physically and mentally. It's that long-term solution that will see you regain control of your health and your weight if you give it the patience it deserves and the crack it deserves, okay? So this also ties into the many of the reasons or identity excuses. Um, I'm hearing it current from a person's lack of progress on IWL. All the reasons for giving up and throwing the towel altogether. Now an example might be I found it difficult to stick uh, to it due to to COVID. Uh, My activity is low due to the lockdown. I can't get outdoors. I'm finding it hard to stop uh, eating the junk at home because it, it's, it's around me everywhere. These are just identity excuses and you need to take ownership of your health and your weight and turn these into identity accountability statements. Okay, again, I do talk a, a lot about this in detail in my, my, um, my new book, but some examples might be, so I just gave you some examples of the ad- identity excuses, you know, uh, COVID's made it hard for me to prioritise my health. Um, my activities decrease because I'm indoors all the time. Turning these into identity accountability statements uh, might might mean, you know, COVID is allowing me the time to focus on my health and weight. The lockdown has allowed me to block off time in my calendar for exercise every day, and I partake in exercise I enjoy. Um, I am learning to say no to my favorite foods and reach for, for nature first, but I'm still allowing myself the favorite treats once to twice per week. Other common identity excuses, um, I often hear from patients from my many years um, of working with patients face to face in in our hospital clinics and also community members include, you know, I must have a slow metabolism because I don't eat much and I keep putting on weight. Um, My hormonal changes have, you know, led to my weight problems. Polycystic ovary syndrome makes it hard for me to lose weight. Um, My thyroid function is also means I have a sluggish metabolism. Now, while I don't want to disrespect um, many of these statements, the fact is most of us will think of any number of excuses to deflect our accountability of owning our problem. And this is what I want you to be able to change um, going forward. So if you're struggling and, and you're, you know, coming up with those identity excuses, you need to be able to turn them into identity accountability statements uh, and it might mean um, talking some of those through on on email with um, Chelsea when she's in contact but also supporting one another in the Yammer group and the IWL uh, Facebook community group so it is something that's uh, you know it can be quite a big hurdle for people to overcome but the second point is is really saying to you, uh, it's 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 something that is required for you uh, to take ownership uh, of your health and your weight. Now, the third third thing I want to discuss is being accountable to yourself. All right, so we can equip you with all the information um, and all the tools to implement the plan, but you must take ownership. Um, and have a go at changing your habits. You have to have a crack at this. Okay, you have to trust in the principles and and implement them so that you do eventually see the change you're after. And usually that comes back to weight. Now, someone um, calling and checking in on you every week um, or screening you in the park to do the exercise is not going to help you long-term, all right? Again, that's just a short-term solution. That is one of those four, eight, 12-week programs that is very easy to do. We can all do that. But whether you've had your own experience in the past, where you succeeded because someone was, you know, constantly checking in on you or constantly screaming at you, it doesn't work long-term. You need to want to change. You need to log in um, to the LW app every single morning. And I've talked about this before. Um, Set a reminder on your phone uh, or set up the push notifications and tick off the habits from the day before. That will enable you to assess how you went at the end of each week and each month. Uh, You also need to jump on the scales every week. Uh, Same time, same day, and you need to enter that data. So telling yourself that you will enter it when the number goes in the right direction is again just another identity excuse uh, and worse still, for those not, not jumping on the scales at all, it's just another excuse for not taking ownership of your actions. Um, so this is particularly relevant now during COVID. You know, you, you fear all of those poorer food choices you've been making, the reduced activity, the, maybe there's even reduction in sleep, and you're worried about the number. The number on the scales has gone up because of the, those poorer health, poorer lifestyle choices, but yet you're not weighing in. And you're, you're scared by that number. Um, so you, you have to take ownership. And as harsh as it may sound, um, again, to repeat, you have to log in every day. You need to be ticking off the daily habits, even if you're currently focusing only on one or two principles. That is that is perfectly fine. Um, it can seem way too much or overwhelming to implement all six principles from the get go. And that's why I say pick one or two. Um, The the number on the scales may not go down initially, but weighing yourself and logging your habits is the first step towards success. So going over those three points, I want you to forget the all or nothing approach. Remember we evolved to to, um, follow that all or nothing approach for a certain period of time, but eventually, you know, we give in, okay? And you go back to your old ways. That's not the answer to helping you form habits. But secondly, even if you can apply the all or nothing approach, your biology will fight itself. Your body will fight itself and your biology will kick into gear, meaning that you will regain the weight you lost. And again, that's due to evolution in order to protect your set point, to take you back to your start point. The second one, think about the reasons for why you signed up to the program. Now, you obviously want to lead a better and healthier and happier life, Um, but you you need to think about what that goal is. So take the number or focus off the number on the scales and focus on a bigger picture and that's a health oriented goal, okay? I gave some examples, um, but take the time to think about what it is you want long-term. And then the last one is you need to be accountable to yourself. Someone is not going to be there screaming at you all the time because again, that ties into the all or nothing approach. You need to want to change. We can equip you with all the tools and all the information, but you still need to log in every single day. And your health is far more important than everything else, because without your health, everything else gets, will suffer, you know, whether it's your family, your work, Relationships. So you need to prioritize health. Often it doesn't take, you know, much time just to simply log in, uh, log those habits, once a week enter your weight. And then each day you're thinking about, you know, if you're starting with one to two principles, great. And then eventually you start implementing all six habits, all six principles, they become a way of life and you um, achieve the weight Goals you're particularly after, you will see the change in health from the get-go. Okay, whether it's it's improvement in cholesterol, improvement in energy level, vitality, but you won't always see the weight change you're looking for. So focus on health, and then the weight will come um, as a secondary outcome to that, if not in the first instance.